0: If you've been paying attention, you've likely heard something about gut health and why zoning in on your gut health is so darn important. Improved skin, and here's the big one, reduced bloating. Head to myeq.com and use code SUSTAINABLE for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and so much more. That's myeq.com and use code SUSTAINABLE at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. Well, hello there, and thanks for joining me. My name is Stephanie Safarian, and you are listening to a short and hopefully sweet bonus episode of the Sustainable Minimalist podcast. Today, I am answering a listener question all about essential oils, so I'll let her go ahead and ask her question, and then we will get to my hopefully short and sweet, but let's be honest, it's going to be a bit long-winded because, hello, I'm Stephanie, long-winded answer. So here's the question. My name is Natine. And I am wondering what your thoughts are on essential oils and how they fit in with sustainable minimalism. Thank you. So I love this question because essential oils are big business, right? The essential oils industry is huge, and that's because the industry as a whole makes big promises, essential oils promise better sleep and reduced anxiety and improved overall well-being. So who doesn't want better sleep and reduced anxiety and improved well-being? Sign me up, right? The reality, though, is that there's a lot of controversy around essential oils, and there's also a lot of confusion around them. So we're going to clear all of that up today. First off is what is an essential oil? Well, It's not quite a perfume, and it's not quite a medicine. It's actually a compound that's extracted from a plant, and it just so happens to be extremely potent. Essential oils are concentrated plant extracts that keep the natural smell, or you could even say the essence, hence the essential part of essential oils. They keep the essence of their source fun facts here. There are thousands of known essential oils, but only 300 of them are commercially available. And pure essential oils can be expensive, and that's because it takes an awful lot of plant to create its essence or its essential oil. So just for reference here, one drop of rose oil is made from 50 rose flowers. Now, proponents of essential oils, the people who are shouting from the rooftop about how wonderful these are, they say that essential oils aren't just about offering a nice scent, although they do do that. Instead, essential oils are about providing mental and emotional balance. So, how are essential oils used? Well, they're used a lot of ways, but the three most popular ways essential oils are used within the home are they can be inhaled. They can be diffused into the air, and they can be applied to your skin. Now, essential oils are most often used in aromatherapy, in which you inhale them and their scent. It is said that essential oils are effective in reducing stress and anxiety, in reducing the severity of headaches and migraines. It is said that essential oils improve sweet quality, as I alluded to earlier, and also It has been said that essential oils reduce the effects of nausea and even menstrual pain. But essential oils have uses in the home beyond aromatherapy. A few drops can be added to your laundry to make your clothes smell nice, for instance, or they could be added into a diffuser to add a nice scent to your home. Essential oils can also be used for cleaning, and it's important to know that if you use essential oils in cleaning, different oils do different things. Tea tree oil, for example, is known to kill bacteria. And aside from cleaning, peppermint oil is often used for cooling. Lavender oil is known to be a relaxant. And so when we talk about how essential oils fit into a sustainable minimalist lifestyle, it's important to first know that there are a lot of overlaps, right? Essential oils are natural they come from plants. They're renewable. They come in glass containers. There's a lot of sustainable minimalist benefits to essential oils. And so if you're interested in greener product alternatives that reduce your exposure to toxins, especially in cosmetics, essential oils may be right for you. Essential oils can also help you replace conventional products in your home, An example of this would be adding a few drops of essential oil to your dryer ball before starting the dryer. Doing so will replace dryer sheets and leave your clothes with a nice and natural scent without the use of those dryer sheets. Another example here would be diffusing an essential oil in your living room, let's say, instead of burning a paraffin-based candle that actually pollutes your indoor air. In my book, Sustainable Minimalism, I list an awful lot of DIY ideas, and many of them contain the option to add an essential oil. Body lotion is one of the recipes I give in my book. It requires shea butter, coconut oil, beeswax, and if you want a scent, it also suggests that you add a few drops of your preferred essential oil if you like scent. If you don't like scent, no need for it. I should also say, as a side note here, that I, within the last few months, started making my own soap, and I like scented soap. I use lavender essential oil in one of my soaps. I could go into my yard and take the lavender flowers from my lavender plant and add them to the soap, and I do do that, but I do that more for the texture as opposed to the smell because I'd need an awful lot of flowers to actually impart that smell into the soap. So instead, I add some, I believe it's an eighth of a cup of lavender essential oil to my batch. And that makes 12 bars of soap and it really packs that big smelling punch, if you will. All right. So if it sounds too good to be true, if you think essential oils sound perfect, I am on board. Well, let's rein it back in and talk about the controversies associated with essential oils before you head to you know, your favorite e-commerce site and start buying them. Aromatherapy is an ancient practice, but even still, essential oils have not been rigorously or empirically studied, and so it's impossible to say with certainty not only whether essential oils are safe, but also whether they provide the solutions to what is ailing us. They're also unregulated here in the States by the FDA. So when a company or an essential oil salesperson makes a grandiose claim about an oil's benefits, those claims are probably unsubstantiated. Another controversy here comes with the fact that many essential oils companies are actually multi-level marketing companies or MLMs that hire untrained wellness advocates to pitch you the product. You know that the essential oil you're eyeing comes from an MLM company if a family member or a friend you haven't seen or spoken to since high school slides into your DMs to tell you about their new, amazing essential oil business. This is off topic, but I should say that not all MLM companies are bad, but some are worse than others. And... In any purchase I make in my life, I personally try to avoid purchasing from MLM companies. One final controversy here, it's not so much a controversy but a safety precaution, and we will get into safety precautions in a bit, but another misconception is that many people assume that because essential oils are derived from plants, they must automatically be safe. And that's not necessarily true. They can have adverse effects. They can irritate your skin. They should always be used with caution. You should consult a professional before using them. And of course, you should never ingest them. All right, so if you're on board, you're ready to purchase, there are four, I have four tips for you to keep in mind before you purchase so that you purchase the high quality oils because there are a lot of mega brands out there that use synthetic imitations of essential oils without disclosing the difference. So if you're gonna if you're gonna buy essential oils and you're gonna use them in your home, you want the high quality ones. you don't want the cheap knockoffs. So the four things to look for to choose those high quality oils is number one, look for purity. Find an oil that contains only aromatic plant compounds without additives and without synthetic oils. Here's a little tip. Pure oils usually list the plant's botanical name, like lavendula officinalis for lavender, rather than terms like uh, like essential oil of lavender. Don't forget here also that essential oils are a product and all products are subject to marketing gimmicks. Terms like therapeutic grade or pharmaceutical grade or medical grade, these are all marketing gimmicks that are not regulated by the FTA and are pretty darn meaningless. Item number two you should consider when purchasing high quality oils is quality. True essential oils are the ones that have been changed the least by extraction. Choose a chemical-free essential oil that has been extracted through distillation, not cold-pressed. So keyword here is do not go for the cold-pressed oils. Instead, go for the distilled ones. Next up is check for the reputation of the company. Purchase from a brand with a reputation for producing high-quality products. If you see an oil being sold at a big box store or perhaps at your local drugstore or pharmacy, that oil probably has a lot of added synthetic chemicals within. So steer clear. And finally, check the price tag. One way to separate the real essential oils from the synthetic ones is the price. Essential oils are Difficult and expensive to produce. I mentioned, you know, the rose oil before. But again, to produce a high quality product, you need a large amount of plant. It takes almost 2,000 lavender blossoms to give us a few drops of lavender essential oil. So if you see lavender essential oil being sold for $6.99 on Amazon, you your spidey scent should go off. Something's not right there. All right, now finally, before we say goodbye, safety precautions. Remember that essential oils are incredibly potent, so you should always keep them out of reach of children and pets. Do not use them every day. Do not swallow them. If you are pregnant, you should talk to your doctor first. And remember, above all, that essential oils are not a magic elixir, they're not a quick fix. If you are interested in putting an essential oil on your skin, Know that you must dilute it first with a carrier oil, such as coconut oil. That's a good carrier oil, so you don't irritate or burn your skin. Don't mix it with water. That won't dilute it. You need to dilute it with a carrier oil. If you're interested in diffusing your essential oil into the air, you can purchase a diffuser. I suggest looking for an ultrasonic diffuser which mists a mixture of water and oil into the air. And you shouldn't, by the way, leave your diffuser on all day because overexposure can give you a headache and spike your heart rate. One other point here when we talk about safety is that most of us are not going to experiment with prescription drugs. So let's apply that same logic to essential oils. Perhaps you consider, instead of experimenting with them, perhaps consider consulting with a certified aromatherapist, not that old friend who slid into your DMs from high school, a certified aromatherapist who has, by nature of their training, completed over 200 hours of coursework and can give you more informed guidance. So there we go. Short and sweet. Listeners, I would love to hear from you. If you love essential oils, you use them in your daily life let me know, or conversely, if you think they are a waste of money, reach out and let me know. I should also say here too, that if you like me answering these listener questions in these short but sweet bonus episodes, I need your questions. So you need to call me, you need to leave me a voicemail. Don't worry, I'm not gonna pick up the phone. We're not gonna have a 20 minute chat. Give me a call, leave your name and your question and I will happily do my best to answer your query. I will see you next week for our regularly scheduled episode. See you then. Have an amazing weekend and take care.